0: It's the Keys to Confidence Podcast with Dr. Jonathan Keyes and Shauna McKenzie. Look good, feel good, and unlock your inner confidence. Now, here's Dr. Keyes and Shauna.
1: Welcome to Keys to Confidence. Thank you so much for joining us. We are a brand new podcast about looking good and feeling good. I am Shauna and I'm joined here with Dr. Keys today and every day. Thank you so much for starting this podcast.
0: Hi everyone. Thank you for joining the podcast. Um, We're really excited about uh, getting this started. It's something we've been talking about doing for over a year, Mm -hmm. I believe. And uh, we're finally getting, uh, getting getting a start with it.
1: Yes. Today we are starting our podcast off right. We are talking about Dr. Key's very motivational, interesting, and cool journey, and I'm so excited to talk about it and for you guys to hear about it because every time I hear this story, I'm like, I'm so motivated. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was quite quite a journey to say the least. Um, it didn't start out in the most traditional way, but. Uh, the end result ended up being, you know, what I wanted. So.
1: Mm-hmm. So you started like your journey on, into being a doctor kind of later in life. Definitely later. Mm-hmm. How old were you? Uh, like. I was out of In my twenties. Oh, okay, nice. It is kind of late to start in your twenties, but I guess it's never too late for anything. That's right. Um. So you went to. You did your undergrad at Western, and then you went to school in the Caribbean, which is quite interesting.
0: I did, yeah. It was uh, not the most traditional path again, but uh, I originally applied to med school in Canada, and I got waitlisted. And uh, because I was already behind in my schooling, Mm -hmm. I decided to um, leave the country and and go to school down there. I went to the States for, um, for residency. I did two years on a Caribbean island. And I did two years in the United States doing my clinical rotations for med school. And then I did three years of residency in Michigan at Michigan State University.
1: You probably saw a lot of interesting things.
0: I did see a lot of interesting things. What actually. was your like favorite story from being in residence? My favorite or my most memorable? Oh, Thank goodness. Um, my most memorable one, which is not the most positive one, and I think I've told you this before, um, was I was just fresh in the hospital. I was uh, on a surgical rotation. I really knew nothing about the hospital in general. And two kids got hit by a car when they're walking to school in the morning. That's so sad. And so that was the first traumatic experience that I actually experienced mm-hmm. um, while I was, you know, doing my training. Um, Did I was doing chest compressions for the first time on an eleven-year-old. There was blood coming out of her ears, coming out of her mouth. Oh my god. Um, yeah, and she ended up not making it. Um, so that was, that was an eye opener, yeah. for sure. Um, most memorable one or the my favorite? I don't, I don't know, sorry, I don't even know. I don't, I never thought of that. Um,
1: meeting great people.
0: Meeting great people, the doctors that I had along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I had a lot of good mentors that that helped me. And and uh, probably the time I spent doing cosmetics was you know my most enjoyable and mm-hmm. what brought me to here. You know, to what I'm doing today.
1: Didn't I remember? Like, if I'm remembering correctly, you had met someone there specifically that kind of introduced you into cosmetic. Like, how did you get on? To
0: yeah. That? No, I had I just had an interest in it on my own. Um, you know, just watching videos and, and you know everything that everyone's doing these days on social media, and and uh, I just thought the, the industry was quite interesting in general, and mm-hmm. uh, I. There was a, a very large cosmetic practice in the area, and uh, I just asked them if I could come and spend some time there, and they, they welcomed me with open arms and allowed me to do everything and hands-on procedures every day for, for a month straight. Um, yeah, and that, that's where I learned, you know, that this is what I wanted to do.
1: It's kind of funny, like, from, like you coming from, like, a farm to now working in cosmetics. Yeah, yes. I, grew up,
0: I grew up on a farm, absolutely, about an hour north of London, uh, near Bayfield. Uh, so this is complete uh, complete opposite of what I, what I grew up doing.
1: So why did you decide to come to London?
0: London uh, is the closest city to where I grew up. Mm-hmm. Um, so my family is an hour away, and I wanted to be close to them because uh, I'm very close to my family. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is where I ended up for that reason.
1: Nice. Mm-hmm. And cosmetic? Are you are you still passionate about it? Do you enjoy coming to work every day? I love it. Yeah, it's, it's
0: the, the best part of best part of my day, absolutely. Um, I do other things in medicine, and this is uh, you know this is what I enjoy the most. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, it doesn't feel like work. You know, we'll, we'll stay here till nine o'clock at night, and, and the time just flies by, and, and you know we both just feel we good could at do end another of day. five hours. We could do another five hours. Just keep on going. So yeah, I, I love I love the industry, and I love this work. Is it like,
1: is there like a specific treatment that you like the most or like doing the most?
0: Uh, I think fillers is probably the most enjoyable. Um, more specifically, I think noses and lips because you see the most dramatic results mm-hmm. right away and make the biggest difference. And usually the patients are the most excited after those procedures.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dr. Keys actually did my nose and some, that's something I've always been so self-conscious about growing up is the little hump in my nose and he filled that in. I can be more happy.
0: Yeah that's I think that's the one that makes the biggest difference. Yeah. Like everyone's got lips and we just accentuate them a little bit but noses that can be uh, really affect people's confidence overall it's something that you know they that's all they see when they look in the mirror mm-hmm. and making little tweaks to that area of the face um, can actually be life-changing for some people so yeah I, I love uh, I love doing noses probably the most.
1: Yeah are mm-hmm. you happy that you did like all of your training or you did, and then came over here. Do
0: you feel like you, you learned
1: a lot?
0: Yeah. Um, so I did residency at Michigan state. Uh, it was three years versus two years here. And after talking to friends at the residency here, it mm-hmm. sounded like ours was much more intense. Um, so I feel like I learned a lot it was a very hospital oriented. So we have a lot of inpatient experience. And then, um, yeah, obviously did the outpatient rotations as well.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it was it was good.
1: Was there like a favorite hospital you worked at?
0: A favorite hospital, probably where I did residency, <laughs> which was my favorite one, which is which is good. I spent the most time there. It was you know three years, like I was saying. But uh, I spent a lot of time in Brooklyn. Um, so I lived in New York City for nine months uh, as part of my med school. Um, it was in a rough part of Brooklyn. Uh, mm-hmm. Apparently it was one of the roughest parts in the entire country.
1: And you lived there, or just? I lived. There?
0: No, I lived. I lived in the nice part of oh, Brooklyn okay. and took the subway. So that was always interesting, getting yeah. on the subway and, and hoping you're going to make it to the to the hospital People safely. People watching probably would have been so fun. People watching was was quite quite fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was an older hospital, but that's where you know you saw the most. There was more poverty there, so. Yep. You, you saw it all there. People waiting too long to come in for medical care because they couldn't afford it or mm-hmm. whatever the reasons were. So, you, so yeah, I saw some pretty intense things in the hospital. What
1: drives you to be where you are every single day? Like you are crazy. You work sixteen-hour days most days.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't. I'm not so sure why I'm I'm as driven as I am. Um, it's something you know. I, I've always been like that, I guess, with mm-hmm. different aspects of my life. Um, no matter what it is, I've always tried to be the best at what I do. So, you know, when I converted over from playing sports and focusing on sports to medicine, I just put everything into it like I did with, with everything else. So I think, you know, just my interest in, in human body, anatomy, physiology is, is uh, what drives me the most.
1: Every morning. Every day. So you're waking up, working out, you don't eat all day, and you're just seeing patients from nine to nine, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you like to do for fun? I Outside for of fun work, I feel with like... all you, that extra
0: spare time that I yeah. have. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I used to play a lot of hockey. I don't as much anymore, and I would like to get back into mm-hmm. it, but when I'm not working, it's usually working out. And then it's just uh, typically I like just going out for dinner with friends and mm-hmm. you know going to a patio and having a nice dinner. It's typically you know what I do, and then spend a lot of time with my family because you know we're quite close. And, and every other weekend, you have someone very special in your life. I do. I have a twelve-year-old daughter who's the love of my life, my everything.
1: And she was. Like there for you for
0: your whole like your during your whole journey. She was yeah she was born during my second semester of med school on an island in St. Martin. So I was in class physiology. I remember it clearly, and I got the phone call to uh, go over to St. Martin where she was born. And
1: uh, did you have um, to take a little plane?
0: A little hopper plane. Yep, a little I don't know sixteen seater or something. And wow. Yeah, got over there in time and saw the delivery and. Spent some time over there, and then she took her first flight back to the island when she was two days old, I think.
1: Aw, so tiny. So tiny,
0: nine and a half pounds, tiny, you know.
1: Oh, she was a big baby. She was a
0: big baby. Yeah, she's so cute. She's so cute. She's my so, doll.
1: Yeah. Even though you're you work like sixteen hours, we are now incorporating a podcast into your life.
0: Mm-hmm. What are some
1: of the things that you're excited to talk about?
0: Yeah. Well. I, Because we have so much extra time and spare time, I thought it'd be a great idea to start one.
1: Yeah. Right. So. (laughs) Why not? uh,
0: Yeah. Why not? Um, Yeah. I think just in in cosmetics in general, I think you know we both we both have the same vision. I think we both have we feel like we have something to say and and voices to be heard. Um, But you know, just talking about Botox and fillers and and I think bringing some honesty to the industry mm-hmm. and, you know, which is what we try to do every day and, and talk about what works, what doesn't work, you know, what we would recommend. Um, I think those are the main points that, uh, you know, that I want to bring to this, but also bringing in, you know, more mindset too, and, mm-hmm. and goal oriented, uh, vision as well.
1: Just educating people, helping people. Absolutely, It's so amazing, like, especially up here, um, with cosmetics, just, how instant you can change someone's life really something mm-hmm. that they've been so insecure about for so long and they come in here and they meet with you and they leave and they are so happy
0: yeah that's another part that I love about this industry is people generally come in and they're happy and they leave happier right mm-hmm. you can you can deal with the positive people and have good conversation a positive conversation and, and uh, you know just seeing the smiles after um, is that uh, is also a part of the job that I love the most
1: yeah, I love like just meeting new people, hearing their stories and leaving like we've met so many people that we will probably know for years to come.
0: Yeah. Sean's a talker, so she, yeah, she, she loves asking questions. Yeah. She she pulls it out of everything. I'm the question so. queen. She is the question queen. I love queen, so. asking questions. Yeah, part of our chemistry is like just how easy typically we can talk yeah. um, at the end of our day. Sometimes we'll sit for an hour or two and we'll yeah. just talk about life and everything and anything under yeah. the yeah, random stuff, so, yeah, absolutely.
1: Is there anything, what time are we at?
0: Um, probably about 12 minutes, Twelve okay. minutes, which oh. isn't bad, I no. don't... yeah, yeah, I think that's good, so I would start moving into the clothes now, do you think there's anything else? No, know? I think you've Was covered, he... like, yeah. the history, and then why you're doing the podcast,
1: can I ask him, like, a couple more random questions, like, yes, yeah. just...
0: we didn't really, go through like my path too much. No, we didn't. Well, yeah. You know. So why don't you say that? Say, you know, we talked a little bit about how you got here, but yeah. it was quite a journey. Okay. Tell us, but yeah.
1: I know we jump back and forth all the time. Like I definitely, I'm just going all over the place all the time, but we did talk a little bit about your journey, but not too much. I feel like you should expand on it.
0: Mm because it's so exciting
1: yeah
0: (laughs) and I love talking about myself yeah um no for sure it was it was definitely unique like through high school I played sports and I partied and had fun and education was not a priority at all um I you know took the easiest path possible. And then I finished high school. Uh, My brother went to agriculture college. We grew up on a farm. So I was like, well, I guess that's what I'm gonna do too. So-
1: I cannot picture you as a farmer.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was not my best decision ever. So I went uh, to the University of Guelph for that for one semester. Two weeks in, I was like, no, this isn't for me. So I went back to high school, who goes away to university and then comes back and goes back to high school. maybe not the best decision, but I needed yeah. more, I wanted to upgrade my school and I knew I wanted to do something in school and I wasn't going to farm anymore. So yeah. I had to get you know a better education. So I did that, I took a year off, still didn't know what I wanted to do. Then I moved in with some guys on my hockey team. Wow. Uh, yeah, I took a one year program at Central College, pre-health science. Also not super motivated to, to do school, obviously. I think two of the six of us actually passed our programs. It was just a frat house? It was, it was basically just a frat house and then still didn't really know what I wanted to do. I had an interest in healthcare. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think I maybe took another year off and then I took massage therapy of all things. Again, like the opposite of farming.
1: Did you like that?
0: Yeah, actually I really liked the science, like the basic science learning about it. so I was probably two weeks in and that's where I really gained my passion for like anatomy and physiology, biomechanics, and knew I was going to do something in healthcare, but I, I didn't think it was going to be massage. I knew I would continue on, but I didn't know what it was going to be.
1: I feel like going from massage therapy, just jumping right into the deep end of your undergrad and then med school, like,
0: yeah. who are you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was, it was, again, it was interesting. So before I even finished massage therapy school, which is, was two years. Mm. Um, I started at Western and, uh, were you doing both or
1: you just finished?
0: Yeah, I was doing both. So they overlapped, um, a little bit. And then my first course at Western was chemistry. Like, I'm just going to jump in, like you said, into the deep end. I'm going to take one of the hardest first courses possible. Just to, you know, see how I did. Yeah. Um, and it turned out great. I did really good. And that, that was the kind of the solidifying point where I was like, you know, what, maybe I am smart. And, mm-hmm. uh, just kind of why well, I, I just, I didn't know, right. I didn't know because I never applied myself Yeah. And, and then I was at Fanshawe and massage therapy school. I was like, well, maybe these aren't the hardest schools, you know, maybe mm-hmm. I'm just getting really good grades because they're easier. Just so. a side
1: note, Dr. Keyes is very humble. Like I mispronounce so many things when it comes to medical terms and he. Never corrects me. Like I literally <laughs> Google it just to hear this, like the sound, just so that, that, that I I know that I'm saying it right, and I still say it wrong. H five or I. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh god. But yeah, you're very humble. So I feel like for this, like you talking about yourself right now, it's probably a little yeah. bit
0: hard. A little difficult. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So then after that.
0: Yeah, so I ended up doing four years, a four-year undergrad in three years. I went year-round um, studying constantly because I was playing catch-up because of, you know, the lack of effort that I put in through high school. So mm-hmm. um, super intense uh, studying all the time um, because I was trying to get the grades to go to something. And I wasn't mm-hmm. even sure at that point when I was at Western what I was going to do. So um, I just knew I wanted to get good grades because I was going to do something after after Western. So I ended up applying to chiropractic school um, at that time. I think there was only one school in Canada. I got accepted after my third year, which was, um, was it McMaster? No, uh, I think CCMC, Canadian chiropractic, oh, okay. Memorial chiropractic college, CMCC, something yeah, like that, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was in Toronto. Um, got in after three years, um, which again was, you know, I was quite surprised, Right. Um, and I had to decide, was I going to take that position or turn it down and go back for my fourth year? And take a longer journey to medicine.
1: Cracking bones is fun.
0: Cracking bones is fun. Um, I did do a little massage therapy while I was doing my undergrad as well and Mm -hmm. I worked with a chiropractor and and that's when I realized that wasn't what I wanted to do forever. Um, It wasn't quite fulfilling enough for me Mm -hmm. and I wanted to be able to do more and offer more and, and you know to I guess you know there's not a whole lot else you can do outside of like being a doctor to help people so that was right. that ended up being my like my my focus my main goal
1: so half the time you're doing family medicine half the time you're doing cosmetic and now we're adding in to a mix of a podcast
0: that's right um
1: are you excited
0: i am excited yeah it's like we're, we're saying it, we've been talking about this forever and it was more of a joke in the beginning but then yeah you know we sit for
1: four hours and talk. You're yeah. like, why aren't we recording? We,
0: should, we should be recording this yeah. conversation. And you're like, I would listen to that conversation. <laughs> yeah. And now here we are. So um, thank you for joining us. Uh, hopefully you get some enjoyment out of it. Uh, some education as well. Um,
1: yeah. Thank you so much for being here and joining us for our first Keys to Confidence podcast.